Hello, thank you for joining this episode of Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Salia Landman, but most people just call me Landy. Today, we are going to talk to one of the owners of the on-tap pub in Taipei, Jason Lowe. Jason is from England, and Jason, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, looking forward to talking about pubs in Taiwan. Absolutely. Now, Jason, when you came to Taiwan, you didn't come here with the idea of opening a pub, right? No, not at all. Um, I came here in 2002 and the plan was just to um, do some English teaching, earn some money and then go to watch England in the World Cup in Japan and Korea. Um, I never actually made it to Japan and Korea and you know the rest is history. So you came to Taiwan originally to teach English? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was planning to stop here for three or four months. Um, just in and out, um, try something new. And uh, I ended up liking the place. <laughs> Now, tell us, how did the idea start for you to open a pub? Ah, well, um, there weren't too many expat pubs when I first moved here. And there certainly wasn't what we consider the, an English-style pub, um, a place where we can just relax, chat, drink some beer, watch some sports. So um, me and a group of four friends, we basically decided to open up a pub to show the sports at the weekend, basically uh, just for us and our friends really in the beginning. Um, but luckily it, it seemed to get a bit popular with the locals as well. Now, just for the listeners, I just want to tell the listeners, if they hear some music in the background or some uh, kitchen noises, we're actually sitting in the pub talking to Jason. We're today. live in the pub. We are, <laughs> we are live indeed. So uh, as long as they can hear us, that's okay. Just pretend you are in the pub with us. Now, this location, Jason, this was not your first location. You actually opened somewhere else first. Yeah, we had a smaller venue around the corner on uh, Yenjijie. Um, really, there was only maybe six or seven tables in there. Um, like I say, we, we ran that as a fun place for us and our friends. It was a surprise to us when the local um, Taiwanese started to come and then we were able to move to a larger place and make a, a bigger business of it. So how soon did you know that you'll have to move soon because that place is now just too small? It was the, <laughs> I keep talking about World Cups, but they are important. The uh, 2010 World Cup at the old place, um, we just could not fit the people in there. Uh, you know, there, there was 50 people waiting outside to try and get in. Um, so that then we knew that we could, um, justify having a larger venue. And that was a good move, right? Yeah, but, oh, it was so so close around the corner that we could literally carry all the furniture here ourselves with our hands. Um, and yeah, the current place is a really good location. We've got a beer garden, uh, a lot more space. And in the, now nowadays, just like in England, almost every pub has a kitchen, right? Yes. And you also had that from the beginning, you had decided to have a kitchen and drinks? Yeah. I mean, actually, I mean, it was actually the kitchen which made us get popular with the locals. Um, Taiwanese tend to always want to have food if they're going out, whereas um, Westerners will often just go out for drinks. So um, things like the pasta um, uh, started becoming popular, burgers, and we realized that um, to have a successful pub in Taiwan, you have to put as much effort in with the food as you do with the drinks. Now, you've mentioned earlier that you opened the, your pub originally because there was no like an English-style pub. So would you describe ONTAP as an English-style sports pub or how would you describe it exactly? 
Yeah, we're as close as we could get to an English pub, really. We uh, really tried to make it um, the real English pub experience. Um, there are certain differences, of course. For example, in England, um, if you want to order a drink or food, you would go to the bar, you would pay for it, and then you would have to wait and then take it to the table yourself. Whereas, of course, in Taiwan, people expect table service, um, waiters or waitresses. But yeah, in, a, in an English pub, you wouldn't have that. So we've compromised a little bit there. Um, but apart from that, I think you get a pretty good English pub experience here. What was a... You didn't have a pub in England, right? So when you opened a pub here, were there some things that was like uh, difficult for you in the beginning, that a bit of a shock? Um, probably the other way around, actually, because I, I, like I say, we did stick to trying to make it an authentic English pub experience. So the culture shock was more on the Taiwanese coming to us and seeing, what are, what are these people doing, you know? Drinking shots at the bar and, you know, running around crazy until midnight and beyond. So it was, actually, the culture shock, I think, was more of the locals when they saw what we were doing. And it didn't take long before they started joining in as well. <laughs> now, you show sports on many television screens, right? Yeah. How do you decide what to show? Oh, good question. I mean, if it was up to me, it would only be football and cricket. Uh, but nobody wants to watch the cricket. Uh, <laughs> you yourself occasionally. Um, so really, it's that you you know when there's a big event um, that you were not expecting when you start getting calls the, the weeks or two before. So uh, the tennis is very popular with Taiwanese. So always um, the Wimbledon and um, Australian Open, French Open, that's super popular. And then sports, which I don't know anything about, like the baseball, sometimes there'll be a big tournament and you're not expecting it, any business, but suddenly you've got a hundred people coming through the door saying, oh, have you got the Taiwan the Korea baseball game on? And we'll quickly find it. And then suddenly call up some extra staff to come in and help. So yeah, it's hard to plan ahead with the sports, but um, yeah, they're, they're pretty good for business. Right. Now, um, you don't only show sports, in the pub, there are also some pub activities like pool, right? Yeah, well, the pool table is currently out of use, but uh, hopefully we'll get that going again soon. But the uh, darts, uh, real darts, not like the electric ones, which you usually see. The real pub darts, which you have, are pretty popular. We've got a darts league. Uh, darts players, um, they, they tend to drink a lot, so they're, they're, they're always welcome. To... <laughs> um, and we also sponsor football teams, uh, we've got a softball team, we're very involved in the community with uh, sponsoring teams as well. So you just mentioned that at the moment the pool table is, is, is not being used, mm. so over the last few months many of our listeners might or might not know that the government actually closed all in-house dining. How did you cope with that? Yeah, it's very hard. It's from the middle of May until early August, so almost three months. Um, well, basically we had almost three months of having to pay the salary of our, all of our full-timers and the rent. Um, the landlord gave us a, a small reduction, but not, but not much. Uh, so we just had to cover that out of our own pockets. Um, it was very touch and go whether we would survive. And if you look around Taipei right now, there are a lot of places that didn't make it. It's quite a tough time, but this month's been encouraging. People are slowly getting used to coming back out again. During those days, did you do take out food? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We offered um, takeout and delivery on food and drinks. But actually, we came to realise that what we sell here specifically is not so much just the food and the drink. It's the social time and the atmosphere. And you can't really sell that for takeaway very well. So we made a little bit, but it wasn't enough to cover rent and salaries for, for those months now. Yes. And when you originally decided what kind of food you're going to sell, did you found, find a very knowledgeable person, a chef to discuss with, or how did you do that? Um, yeah, well, actually, we've had the same kitchen manager since the very, since the very beginning. Uh, Dennis has been with us for 13, 13 years. So, yeah, I'm pretty indebted to him because I, I know the pub business. I know uh, how to sell drinks and that side of it. But the kitchen side is, um, I, I can put together a menu, but how to practically put it together in the kitchen, I, I don't have any idea. So yeah, I work closely with the kitchen manager to, to make the menus. And yeah, we found, we found that Taiwanese that come here, they want authentic English food. If we put rice or noodles on the menu, they, they wouldn't order it, it'd be a waste of time. So if, if people come here, they want the authentic English style food, English style drink, have that experience and how would you say your 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 customers what percentage are foreigners and what percentage are locals so did not make that calculations yeah oh yeah really I mean it's changed um, we were well in the early days vast majority foreigners then for a long time 50 50 now I would go as far as saying most days it's 80% local customers 20% foreigners um, maybe based on the fact that, that for two years there's been no foreigners coming in and out of Taiwan that, that might have um, skewed that but no, 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 we're, we're definitely majority Taiwanese customers now Very interesting So is it the pub that made you stay in Taiwan? Yeah, ah, good question Well, my wife would, uh, would like to think otherwise but um, I've just never really thought about leaving um, It's just, it's become home so um, when people say, why do you stay? I think more like, why would I leave? Um, I've never really found a good reason to leave. And now it's home. Um, so that's, that's your answer. Is there anything in Taiwan that you're not yet used to? Oh, summer. <laughs> I, I can't stand the, the heat. Um, I, my dream would be to leave Taiwan in like May and don't come back until end of September. Um, the last two years the enforced stay because of the COVID situation. The first time I've had to spend all summer here. And yeah, I find it really hard. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm English, pale skinned, not used to this uh, fierce heat. So do you have any other projects in mind or, or you just want to run this pub as well as you can? Well, we've got, a, we've got our beach bar in Kaohsiung. Um, that's still um, up and coming, so we're concentrating on getting that going. Um, we also import our own English beers and ciders, so when business gets back to normal, I, I'm, I'm interested in using them. Um, I'm quite interested in opening just a, a, simply a cider pub, just a, a small place, one of these um, small units that just does 10 different kinds of cider, um, you know, alcoholic apple beer, you know. And uh, so there, there's, there's always opportunities in Taiwan. It's actually pretty easy to start a business out here. Um, so there's always opportunities and the chance to give something a, a try. 
So uh, I just want to repeat again, if, in case somebody missed it, we are sitting inside on tap pub talking to Jason. So if you hear music in the background or you hear some cutlery <laughs> in the kitchen, it's because we are, we are sitting here, as, as Jason said earlier, we are live from the pub. Now, Jason, from your menu and from your drinks menu, what would you say? What is your favorite dish and your favorite drink here in your pub? Mm, well, I'll start with drinks. That's the easiest one for me. Um, I'm pretty much just a beer drinker these days. Um, English beer, English ale, draft, um, cider I love as well. Um, we've got a lot of special speciality, novelty kind of shots and bombs. That's, a lot of people come for that. Um, I'd, if someone were to ask for a recommendation, I'd certainly put them in that direction. We make our own infused flavoured shots, including the uh, most famous one, which is the, go the ghost chili tequila, which is uh, very, very powerful. <laughs> um, I wouldn't drink it myself anymore. I'm, I'm getting older, my drinking tastes. And food, um, and something to fill me up. I'd, I'd go with the, that's like a classic English, really, beef stew or homemade pies or you um, can't go wrong with the burgers one of our most famous dishes is the chimichanga like the Mexican dish that do the jalapeno gravy that's very popular but yeah I mean the food started off as just something to accompany you whilst you're drinking just snacks but now now there's a full-blown menu with a, a lot of options so now you've you've had on tap now for for quite a few years right yeah coming on for yeah, 13 years. 13. And have you, during this time, have you ever regretted opening it? Yeah, most mostly on a Monday after, <laughs> after a long, heavy weekend. And uh, yeah, um, no, no, it's uh, it's been it's been fantastic actually. Um, like I say, it's, I love Taiwan, I love pubs, and it's been wonderful introducing English pub culture to the locals and seeing them embrace it and. Uh, just come and enjoy something which maybe there wasn't available to them 10 15 years ago absolutely well Jason it was very nice talking to you thank you for yeah. having us here in in the pub Pleasure. we're actually sitting here by the dartboards <laughs> luckily nobody's playing at the moment but um, uh, I hope um, things go back to normal quickly and that you can throw open your doors and open all your tables to customers yeah and get back to normal but uh, it was very nice talking to you and um, that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. So until next week, from me and Jason here in ONTAP, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>